Welcome to Killer Kush. A podcast where we smoke. Fuck my pussy with a rake, Mom. And talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. <laughs> well, my name's Lick Namak, and my pronouns are he, him. And my name's Lady Cuckenberg, and my pronouns are they and she. Welcome to episode 14, Peggy the Doll. Nice. That was good, right? It was so good. Hire us for your next voice acting gig, please. Yeah, pl- please. Yeah. Only if, if it's a good one with good benefits and not more than 12 hours. Yeah, I want equal and fair pay. Yes. There is... Oh my gosh, wait. I literally like jumped what this episode's about. Um, This episode's about what? Haunted Doll? Peggy the Doll. Haunted Doll Month. Haunted Doll Month. Peggy the Doll. Pargret. Pargret. Margaret? Peggy. Oh, <laughs> the doll. And Peggy. <laughs> What's your vibe? Uh, my vibe is. Oh, you just got back from Vegas. I just got back from Vegas, motherfucker. Uh, where I went to the Zach Baggins Museum and saw Peggy the doll in person. Oh, that was definitely <laughs> meant to be like the cheer. <laughs> well, close enough. Uh, okay. it was a surreal experience. Do you care? If, do you mind if I talk about the Zach Baggins Museum for a second? A lot. I care so much. I do. Yeah. No words about it. <clears throat> so yeah, it was a good trip then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell me all about um, it. Okay. Know. So I'll just hit the highlights. It looks kind of small too. Wait. It well- is rather small. It's very tight. Like they only send you in in groups of 12 now. And we were nine people deep. Like, we had nine people with us as, like, our friend group, and then it was three stragglers. And one of them had this thing called the RIP All Access, where they send you in a few different rooms, but it's definitely not worth the money. But, like, they send you in some extra rooms. Yeah. And it was only him, and he was the sweetest man, and he felt so uncomfortable because then while he went in the rooms, we would just have to wait for him before the tour could continue. Oh, that is so So he started being like, no, it's okay, I don't have to go in. And they were like, well, you're paying for it. And he was like okay and then he would like come back from the room and he'd be like i'm so sorry that you guys were just waiting here the whole time he was so sweet that's so cute (laughs) so sweet but anyway so me and uh casey so casey rain philanise nico all of the people like people who have been on the podcast were on this trip yeah yeah. uh and so when we go through the peggy room it's a walk-in exhibit and you have to say hello peggy and goodbye peggy when you come in and when you leave so you walk and you're like, hello, Peggy, and you go around the corner and then there she is. And there's like a tiny little nook that you're not really supposed to wait a long time in, but you can. And so I was in the middle of the group and me and Casey immediately pulled off and started waiting because you're not supposed to stare into her eyes. We'll talk about it later. But we were staring into her eyes being like, do something, you know, like do something. And there's a spirit box in there that's just running like, and before we went in, the uh, tour guide was like, she has a bit of a potty mouth, just warning you. Like, she's known to cuss people out. Bro, there's definitely, like, some security guard back there who's like, fuck you, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like, Peggy calling me out my name. <laughs> no, um, but we were sitting there waiting, and the RIP All Access guy decided to stop and wait with us. And so it was just us three in there, and we were listening to it go. And it was like, we, everywhere, fuck you. And we were like, uh-uh girl it just said we're everywhere fuck you uh-uh oh and we immediately were like and we're good goodbye peggy so and we walked out it was like the most scary we were like what is and you paid 20 dollars to get it was actually to get 50. literally possessed it was actually 50 dollars. Oh. but it was a two-hour guided tour 
But so you see that um, Jesse James, the the, yeah, but Jesse James, the you know how he died in the car accident, and the car is known to be haunted, like the parts. I okay, so I I don't know who Jesse James is. Famous actor, died too early. James, James. I'm the only name that I can think is James Blake. (laughs) <laughs> like that seriously famous actor died too oh. um it's isn't it um fuck my pussy with a rake mom james we saw james dean's axle to his car but the car is known to be haunted i'll, I'll probably tell the story at some yeah, point that's cool um like everybody who's come in contact with the car has died uh and now they have they found the and it was destroyed that's me, but they but found a, a part of it um <laughs> and then there's ed gein's cauldron there who's ed gein the one that uh the mom complex wanted to put on women's skin. He would make them into like clothing and yeah. made them into like lampshades. And yeah. mm-hmm. uh, his cauldron is there along with the shovel that he used to like bury any like remains left. Um, and then there's a room, Charlie Manson, his ashes are there. Oh my God. That's where he's like buried. What? Um, mm. And then there's Gacy's paintings are there. Uh, hernandez's shirt that he wore and some of the other stuff was there ted bundy um his bag and all of his things that were found in his bag is there how much do they pay to get these like murder? so it's really i don't really like it's also like murderabilia is really ugh it's um yeah but it i mean i paid to see it so obviously i'm a consumer but he at some points was like he would uh, it was really gimmicky and kind of gross. You know how Zach Baggins talks? Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, the tour guide would stop talking, and they would, like, switch something, and then a TV would be like, it's me, Zach Baggins. Like, <laughs> and it was just the worst thing, and he would, like, tell the story behind, like, a few of the things in random rooms, um, and then tell, like, how much he paid for it. He was like, I paid $3,500,000 for this. Like, yeah. So. Well, and... With a lot of those things, like, do you get those from the police? Because I know the Murder Museum in L.A. also had some yeah, John and Gacy paintings and, like, drawings and things. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, the things in that general sort, you know, some yeah. of the Manson shit. But it's like, do you get those from the police? Because those, like, the shovel, like, like that is literally evidence. Yeah. Do they not have to keep it? They're just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I feel like at some point they're Bagans, like, once they probably I mean? die, I would assume. Yeah. Because all the people that we were talking about were dead. Yeah, true. And it was all, like, closed cases. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need to hold on to it. Yeah. But still, that's so sick. Okay, I know that's it was... kind of, like, kitschy and maybe, like, yeah. a little bit, like, okay, murderbilia, but but that's fun. That's it was exciting. really fun. And then, so, uh, we immediately, while we were going, um, the room after Peggy is uh, this extremely old head that was cut off this man when he was persecuted in witch trials. And he was originally buried, but then they thought they the land stopped growing crops, and so they thought that his body poisoned the land. So they dug him up, cut off his head, bury or burned his body, and then kept the head as like a warning. And then one day that like you know got passed to a kingdom, they got passed to a museum, they got passed you know down the line, they went into they private got collections. To Zach Baggins that originally yeah <laughs> came down to Zach Baggins, but it's like a, a mummified really old head yeah. and. Before you go in the room, they're like, this is this this real-life human's final resting place. Like, you need to be very respectful in this room. We don't talk. Like, we don't say a word. You go in if you want to, like, nod your head and pay respects. That's what you do. This is this human's final resting place. So, like, 
treat this as a grave, you know, like this, yeah. you'd be very serious in this room specifically. And we went in and somebody on the trip was like, sheesh, in the room. And then immediately when we left the room and the right before you go to like the dark, dark side of the museum, it starts out a little bit lighter and then it gets to be really dark. Yeah. Uh, you go through this like clown haunted house part yeah. where it's like they see, you see like a little freak show side act in it. And then like you walk through this like clown maze That's and a so clown cool. jumps out and scares you. And uh, right after we came out of that room and we were like lining up in the hallway, we saw the clown in the hallway and we like nodded at them and they then got on the radio and they were decked. They got fucking punched immediately after like the thing in the room happened. And then we came out and we like looked at them and we were like, oh, there's that's where the clown hides. And then we went to like the next room and the tour guide was like, oh my God, can we wait, like pause for a second? I'm sorry. Cause in her ear, she was getting the news that like the clown just got punched and they had to like go get her oh my god like someone was scared and punched her yeah that is funny Jack- jacked her oh my god and she was god. like it's happened before but apparently it was bad shit oh and then the conjuring the newest conjuring ed and lorraine warren uh yeah. arnie forget his last name i don't know if i've seen the newest one but yeah keep going keep going uh it's like this boy gets possessed and then the boyfriend of the sister of the boy okay. uh yeah, they're like and exercising and the boyfriend had a really close relationship with the little boy like the brother um just being like you know like as you do like older brother (laughs) type boyfriend you know yeah and so in one of the exorcisms he told he was like demon come into my body like get out of him he's a child stop hurting him and then he got possessed and he ends up killing his landlord and then it's the first your landlord that is the best thing that he could have done yes and he killed his uh but in the end of it the ed and lorraine warren were hired because his trial it was the first time in history that it was not guilty by means of demonic possession like that was the plea. Oh shit! Uh, also, so it's just really big spoiler alert for that movie. I mean, if you like, know the story at all, big no, that's spo- literally big, what it's, it's called. The devil spoily. made me do it. That's like oh, that's wait, in the plot. Wait, oh, like that's so like, that's the, like the, the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I really haven't seen the movie. No, it's not a spoiler <laughs> I like, at all. And in the end, like he's not guilty. <laughs> No, yeah, you. I won't. I won't spill the end. Yeah. But anyway, the the rocking chair that the boy had his uh, exorcism <gasps> is that the one that has to be there? Like, at the top. Of the oh, no, sorry, that one's. Sure. But it's in a closed off room that you can't get in. Like they literally have a door swing open to view it, and then it closes it. There's like holy, oh, holy, holy. There's holy, holy water. <laughs> oil that uh, Ed Warren would use in his exorcisms on the chair still, like dark marks that you can see. And another room, there's another doll that uh amityville type story but the daughter ends up hugging the dad after the dad is dead and the doll still has like blood on the side of it God, it's like there's some really fucked up shit there would recommend i'm sorry i've talked about this now for like literally 10 no, minutes no no but it's really cool like but... that's and it sounds like because the picture that you sent of the outside of the museum looked sort of small like it's the, only 1300 square feet but that's so much stuff to have in that house like that's yeah it's really, really cool. like a curiosity cabinet yeah. it's like an oddities museum yeah because a lot of it isn't extremely haunted things it's a lot of weird like mur- murder things yeah yeah like true crime so things. Yeah. i don't know it was really it was really cool though would Bro- recommend okay and you said that it was tight right like the yeah so in the murder museum in la too they have like a really or the death museum sorry mm-hmm. they've got a really tight hallway and i wonder if that's like part of the claustrophobia sort of the appeal, yeah the claustrophobia yeah. plays into like the appeal mm-hmm. of the object oh because in the... in the demon house room uh it's like you walk into this like really tiny cellar like we were like shoulder to shoulder almost yeah and there's tiny little like viewing garage windows on the wall that are closed and then a video of zach baggins pops up and tells the demon house story 
Um, where he's That's like the scariest thing that he pops up. <laughs> literally, <laughs> that it's him. And then he's like, "If you want to leave this exhibit, like I'll give you time to leave this exhibit." All of my crew was affected by this house. The boy that uh, was affected, like that was possessed in the house, was thought to be possessed by two hundred demons. Uh, and during the interviews, a girl went into the house, and a day later, or within the week after, that was like she was like a neighbor. Her and her daughters came as part of the Zach Baggins interview, being like, "We've lived next to this house. We've seen what yeah. it can do." They wanted to be on TV. Um, they wanted the their girl, like minutes. in the videos, like was like whatever, and she attempted suicide the week after. Uh, trigger warning: Don't listen to this. You can skip forward like thirty seconds. Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. Um, but by stabbing her wrist instead of slashing her oh, wrist. God. Which is just like so fucked up and zach uh literally got permanent eye damage from this house and so there's only he destroyed the house after making the thing because he was like that fucking like that can't exist like i bear i don't want to bring anything back the only thing he brought back was some of the things that were found under the stairs and the staircase that's all he brought back with him because he was like i don't want to bring anything else back in that house because that like house fucked my life up yeah jesus yeah and so you can and then rain that. had a, an experience in the dybbuk box room what's that What's a um, box? Oh, I'll definitely do the story. So it's um a Jewish possession box. Okay. Uh, a Dybbuk is a changeling-type demon. The physicalization is someone that you've seen before or an old hag. That's um, funny. It's an old yeah. bitch or your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's not even like your best friend. It's like a family member that died comes back and oh, they're like uh, completely not themselves but they're trying to convince you to like trust them trust them. Yeah, yeah yeah and they're like no you just forgot about me like i'm i'm okay but yeah there's like really haunting stories i'll probably do a really deep dive but they have two of the 10 that were made uh and it was made during the holocaust by these sisters that were trying to they felt that they did a ritual that unleashed all of the demons in the world and they were doing this ritual then to control them and all of the 10 of them are different parts of, like, life and energetic forces. And so Zach has number one and number 10. So he has the root of all evil, and he has uh, the Dybbuk box that's, like, known to make people kill themselves. Like, it's, like, a really fucked up thing, and they literally have it... Before it was more exposed, but they recently had, like, more traumatic things happen with, like, a lot of people would pass out in the room right next to it. So they put it in another container with, like, Hebrew, like, inscriptions on the outside. So now you can only, like, view it through, like, a viewing box because, like, it was just everybody who was going in the room was having nosebleeds and was passing out. Oh, damn. Yeah, and there's, like, a little offering in the corner if you want to, like, offer for protection. But the the 10th, which is the root of all evil, that Divic box was, like, I was so drawn to it and it was so beautiful. Like, it's very small. It's super small, but it has these root-like vining marble things at the bottom yeah that i don't know something about it i just stared at it and i couldn't stop like it was really weird and rain uh, at one point became paralyzed and felt like a huge tingle go all the way up his spine into like the back of his head and then he felt he couldn't move his feet and he was like i was so scared and then moon in the ed gein room uh felt somebody grab like his side and he was like rain stop and rain was like it's not me and then like I didn't know that happened, and as we were walking out, they were, like, towards the corner of the room, like, the back, like, the last people, and Moon was like, I don't want to be the last person, I don't want to be the last person, and was, like, tweaking about it, yeah. because he, I didn't know that he got grabbed, but he was yeah. like, I literally felt someone grab me. Were y'all high in this museum, be honest? No, we oh weren't high, God. it was, so, like, the morning, like we went at noon. 
Damn. You know, yeah. So it was just wild. Imagine I know I've talked about this down for 15 there. Like, minutes, working but working there would be so scary. All of the yeah. things that you'd experience. And they were like, seriously, when we warn you about some of these rooms, like if I'm telling you I'm not going in this room, it's because I've had an experience. Yeah. You know, they're like, I'm not, I'm not lying. The the first tour guide that we had, which he was not very good, but he was like on his interview day, he went down. Bella Lugosi's mirror is one of the ones that's like an RIP paid experience one. Yeah. Uh, but people are known to like act completely different or see themselves older in the mirror or see a figure behind them in the mirror. Uh, and when he first got it, the tour guide got first got his first tour of the whole thing. He went down there and then he came back up and he was like, as soon as I'd started walking up the stairs, he started uncontrollably laughing. And he was like, no matter what, I couldn't stop. And I was scared of it. And he was like, I was laughing so hard that they literally kicked me out because I was disrupting the, like, the tours that were around us. And he was like, it wasn't until I got out to the lobby that I could stop laughing. And he was like, I don't know what it was. Which, the, uh, Bella Lugosi is the original Dracula. That's I don't know so if you knew that. cool. Yeah. And That's... then Natalie Wood's uh, alarm clock is in there and her uh, candle wick or candlestick holders. Damn who's like she's an actress that was no i know i know natalie yeah so i don't know it was really cool i would recommend going i know i've talked about this now for too long no but yeah that was not no why did you just apologize on a podcast that people like literally come here and listen yeah and also it's like i know if you listen to this podcast i know you would want to go you want to you want to know the details like i would google video tours and shit you know that house what is it the one the winchester house or something Mm -hmm, the winchester house yeah the one that's like staircases yeah. to nothing i want to go there so badly we should go like we should go yeah i still want to go to house on the hill with you i know that you already yeah. went but like i want to go with you oh 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 um the hill house hill uh, house on the rock house oh house on the rock, on the rock. yeah, house there on the we rock. Go. There yeah. We go. we'll go again yeah we'll go um, anyway how are you what's your vibe um my vibe is i'm good i'm good the neo-futurists if you live in chicago you should go see the neo-futurists they're like a a solo performance theater they're and just in andersonville right yeah they're in andersonville so it's like a it's less than a mile away from my house like it's just down my street katie basically. triangulating themselves <gasps> and we're gonna it's it's it's, it's a distance from my house <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> edit that out <laughs> anyways yeah neo-futurists yeah, it's, yeah. So Neo Futurists, they have all these solo performance pieces, right? Some of them are funny. It's like improv meets like um, poems, I guess, like spoken poetry. So this time was the third time that I've been in person. I like subscribed to their Patreon during coronavirus, but they are back in person doing shows. Love so that. I got to see them this weekend with some of my friends. Yeah. It's good. Go. Yeah, it was amazing. Watched Labyrinth for Jace's birthday. Love that. Yeah, with David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. With David Bowie. Yeah. And then I also watched the Michael Jackson documentary, um, mm. Never Leaving Neverland, which if haven't seen that. it's really triggering. If really? you have experienced any sort of like sexual trauma or soul, it is like very heavy. But it is it's very interesting. It's mm. it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So go watch that. And that's what I, that's it. my vibe. My vibe is kind of chilling, you know? I love that. I yeah. love that for you. Yeah, just had like a little fun weekend. Mm. Yeah, didn't do much. Into I got, it. yeah, got Phil and East. She's going to hear this in a second. I got her little film camera. <gasps> you yeah. did? Mm-hmm. It's reloadable. Oh my God. Yeah. That's Another such a good Chicago, idea. Another um, advertisement, if you will. Central camera downtown. Their store burnt down in a fire last year. But they Damn. rebuilt it, and it's got, like, a weird wood exterior, but the door still works, and you can go right on in, and they've got really cheap camera things. Love so, that. yeah. What's it called one more time? Central Camera. Love it. Yeah. Downtown. Good to know. Yeah. Love you guys. We're gonna go smoke. My pussy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fuck my pussy with a rake, Mom. 
Hey, uh, so we are back and we wanted to start off with a song and it goes out to our um, dear friend patron and dear friend who um, we've been neglecting. Yeah, because we 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 just we smoked and we forgot to record it. Um, yeah, and we've been kind of bad maybe at Patreon. No, but I say we're okay at Patreon. No, we're great, we're so just... you should subscribe. We're a little busy right now. <laughs> yeah, like Nick just went to Vegas and we forgot. It was just a rough now, week. And we forgot last week. So we just want to say... We're sorry, sorry to Allison. We're sorry to Allison. Anyway. That was thank a beautiful you. little finish right there. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being our only Patreon. So the story about this doll. <laughs> so welcome to episode 14. Oh, yeah. Uh, 14. Isn't that crazy? 14 episodes. That's almost episodes. 15. Almost. <laughs> uh, we're doing Peggy the doll this week. So my main source for all of my information is another podcast, uh, and that's why we drink from episode 79. Katie, and we're seeing, them, yeah. we're seeing them in Chicago. On? I, um, January 7th. We'll see you at the show, bitches. Yeah, we were gonna go before Corona hit. It was Nick's birthday present. And then COVID, and then baby. COVID happened, and boom. This now we're going. Today, healed. I'm healed. Just so happy. And it also yeah. was really weird and coincidental, because later on I talk about, and that's why we drink, in this episode, they had just gone to the Zach Baggins Museum as well. Oh, that's And so, so then they do the Peggy the Doll episode, and it's like, ah! But it's crazy because, not coincidentally, that also, we also yeah. we've pl- been planning since we started the podcast to do Doll Month this October. Yeah, and somehow I ended up seeing Peggy that's right pretty before. That's cool. That's really cool. That's the power. That's the power. Anyway, the power of Peggy. The power of Peggy. Jane Harris grew up with parents who were deeply embedded in the paranormal world. It was a regular thing for her to hear and experience energy of all sorts. In 2000, Jane's cousin, Kelly, suddenly died, and then Jane developed an interest in spirit attachment. So she began to study it more in depth on her own. Every time something is about something haunted, I just imagine it in, like, dark academia YA vibe. So, like, yes, Mm. that paragraph just said the words that you said, but in my mind, like, she's, like, sitting in the attic, like, reading, like, a book, like, a leather-bound, like, Edgar Allan Poe book, and, like, she's, like, really, like... (sighs) You're painting the scene. Painting the scene. So, thank you. No worries. But yeah, so basically, I don't know. I, I really like the beginning of her story because yeah. I'm like, what would it be like to have parents that introduced me to the paranormal in the yeah. way that hers did? That was like... Like they're investigators, uh, right? Yeah, very... Yeah. yeah, they were into the paranormal. Yeah. And I'm just like, ugh. I yeah. wish I could have been so lucky. Yeah, anyways. Okay, keep going. So yeah, she she basically gets into spirit attachment. Do you know what spirit attachment is? Um, No. It's uh, connecting a spirit to something. So, oh, that's a scary thing to get into. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's a lot. And like basically the whole Zach Baggins Museum is about spirit attachment. That is so, I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing to get into is all I'm saying. Ask Zachary and (laughs) fucking Jane about it. Yeah, I will. So she then created HD Paranormal, a.k.a. Haunted Dolls Paranormal. This company uses its paranormal resources like mediums, cleansing, etc. to identify an entity and help people who have haunted dolls. <laughs> this company is... That's such a run-on sentence. Oh my god, Nick. Oh, warning. Oh shit, I forgot I was supposed to do this way earlier. Uh, if you're driving right now, hearing or seeing uh, about <laughs> Peggy 
can actually like make you sick or it like gives you nausea and it can give you like a migraine. And in some cases it's like worse than that. And we'll get into like those deeper, darker stories of that. But if you're driving right now, maybe just think about not listening to this episode right now. I don't know. The first time I listened to and that's why we drinks episode about it, I was driving to work and I remember getting a headache and I was like, oof, maybe I should turn this one off. Yeah. Because it really did affect That's me. That's how I felt about fucking Marvin or whatever the chipmunk. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> oh my god, Travis the chimp? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Marvin the chipmunk. I got the general energy, but that one made me feel nauseous. So if this one makes me feel nauseous and haunted, I seriously... No, okay. it's not like the... The story isn't like gory or anything, but yeah. the the energy that Peggy has is known if you talk to about her nausea. to cause nausea. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Peggy. Yeah, sorry, Pargret. So Jane Harris also wrote a book called What Dwells Within that digs into Jane's most haunted paranormal stories and encounters. Jane, by the time she wrote the book, had been doing paranormal investigations for 18 years. This book specifically focuses in her research and spiritual attachments. So she kind of documents her findings yeah. which is cool she's like yeah i'm an author yeah period jane dark academia she's <laughs> dark got the academia. Color, you know <laughs> yeah. i haven't seen it i don't know it's okay i'll show you <laughs> one day she received a large mysterious package in the mail to her surprise when she opened it up stood she stood inches away from peggy the haunted doll it had a note from the previous owners attached that read the doll's name is peggy she was causing horrible things to happen to me throughout the night the previous owner said that she knew Peggy was the one to blame because she would wake up from horrible nightmares in a sleep paralysis state and Peggy would be clawing at the back of her mind. She never had any visual hallucinations of Peggy, but it was almost like Peggy was tele- tele- Peggy was telepathically causing these nightmares. Telepathically is a hard word to say. Say it. Telepathically. <laughs> you really get a jaw workout when you say it. Telepathic. Yeah. Listener, say it with us. <laughs> telepathically fuck my pussy with a rake mom anyway so she was like i'd never saw peggy but i knew it was her yeah at first she tried moving peggy to a different room to see if that would help it didn't no matter where peggy went the dreams the dreams and dark energy wouldn't stop finally they called a priest who cleansed and blessed peggy in order to protect her owner the first time it didn't work and the haunting immediately continued the second blessing held on for a little longer, but still wore off as time went. When the blessings wore off, Peggy got stronger. She then began to get severely sick, enough to the point that she felt the only way to outlive the doll was to give it away. So this doll was going to kill her. Yeah. Like, she had been doing paranormal investigations for 18 years and was well-known enough that somebody was like, Hey, dude, this doll's really haunted. I can't have it. Will you please, please deal with it? it. Yeah. She gets it exercised multiple times, and every single time it comes back. When the previous owner gives it up because she's like, hey, I can't, I don't want to deal with this. Can you just please take it off my hands? Can you please figure it out? Yeah. And Jane's like, all right, I'll try. And then she's like, no, I fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Is dealing with it. Um, Damn. Okay. Yeah. So swing back to the box at Jane's door. Um, Welcome home, Peggy. It's 2014. Uh, HD Paranormal started their studies on Peggy. So they get this note, and then they reach out to the lady, and she tells the story about, like, I put this doll in different rooms. It's whatever. Yeah, you know? I see all these nightmares. Yeah, please. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so how, how do we approach this doll? 
with safety for ourselves yeah. because this doll's fucking haunted. But they also, like, were researching, researching. Like, yeah. Jane was a researcher. Exactly. Uh, they wanted to know more about Peggy's history. Only having the note as a background, Jane posted the picture of Peggy online in hopes that she could find out more. This is when Jane noticed that the more time she spent with Peggy, the more she felt winded and nauseous. After 24 hours of posting pictures of Peggy, 80-plus people wrote in with stories about when they saw the post about Peggy, they had chest pains, migraines, and felt nauseous. Okay, can I just real quick say, this Peggy, replace it with nicotine? Peggy and nicotine? Could be the same. They're the same thing. This story, for listeners out there who are dealing with <clears throat> nicotine addiction right now, just replace that with your your vape, okay? <laughs> Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom! For the rest of the story, <laughs> your brain's nauseous, gonna be like, oh my god. got migraines, and... <laughs> chest pains uh some people claimed to have a deeper connection with energy and spirituality said that they often saw visions of an ethical medical treatments and mental institutions when they saw her more than one clairvoyant saw similar things so basically people wrote in and they were like hey i don't know who that is but like when i looked at that picture i immediately got a really sharp pain in my head and i just thought that was weird yeah. But 80 plus people wrote that in, which means that more people had probably experienced it. But just been like, whatever. Didn't say anything this because they didn't like think about that, it at all. Yeah. yeah. And then people who were more in touch with spirituality and thought like we're clairvoyant were all like, Yo. when we looked at the doll, we saw like unethical treatments and medical facilities. Yeah. Which is just, just interesting like that more than one the, said yeah, that. Yeah, no, and she doesn't, yeah. she's not dressed up like a doctor or anything. You know, yeah. like there's not a visual cue to that. And the fact that multiple people said that. Well, when it's over 80 people, that's like a lot of people to reach out. Exactly. Yeah. In 2018, 200 plus people had come forward saying that Peggy had caused them more than small illnesses. With one woman claiming Peggy caused her to have a heart attack while she was viewing the video. This woman was healthy with no pre-existing conditions that finished watching the video of Peggy, then two minutes later went into cardiac arrest. She is actually interviewed on the Zach Baggins when he gets Peggy on, yeah. I think it's like Paranormal Artifacts or Haunted Artifacts or something. Yeah. Or Haunted Possessions. It's You could find it if you just Google Zach Baggins, Peggy the Doll. She's on it and she tells a story about like the moment the moments that she was like having a heart attack and how mm -hmm. like she like saw Peggy like Peggy was like flashing in her mind and she was like I know yeah. for a fact that like she was the one that caused it you better not show me a picture of this doll I stared into this doll's eyes at the museum dude yeah that is so fucking scary but I said hello and goodbye and I was yeah. extremely respectful yeah I don't know if she likes me calling her Pargret but I think it's kind of cute it's like giving her a little nickname right yeah I do not claim any of Peggy's energy. I'll just put that out there. So, so you can uh, call her whatever you want. <laughs> Peggy's been known to show people tragic predictions in their dreams. This is one of the scariest things about Peggy. People are unsure if it's warnings about the future to protect them or Peggy showing them visions of what she's going to make happen to them. Ooh, so weird. when people have these dreams, they can't tell if they're good or bad, but it's like horrible things happening to them. Yeah. And... In some cases, they've come true. Damn. Holy shit. So, so they're prophetic dreams? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So M from That's Why We Drink tells a story of one person that saw Peggy online. She felt sick, went to bed earlier than usual that night. She had a dream that Peggy was sitting in the corner petting one of her cats, and the next day she found her cat dead in the living room. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. 
crazy that is so scary dude because yeah. like maybe that could be a coincidence like as a, you know i'm i'm a little skeptical mm-hmm. i'm interested but a little skeptical like that could be a coincidence but even then like the fact that there's been so many coincidences that's the thing yeah like that's fucking scary yeah i because i kind of don't always believe in that but when it's mass coincidences or also being there in person and hearing like the stories of what's happened in the room yeah. with peggy there yeah. It's like there's too many coincidences for it to not be something yeah. energetically at least. Well, and then there is that layer of like social media and like when things are popularized, mm-hmm. you know, like then there like, coincidences could I don't know. Yeah, like you know uh, what I mean? like, phantom more... like phantom experiences, you yeah, know, exactly. Or like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. But anyways, yeah. keep going. Other things Peggy has done via the interwebs is make people's computer freezes uh, and completely locked up rooms, get a chill, light bulbs pop. Uh, These more intense cases are normally seen when someone is talking about the doll. They say that the events occur after they say. Peggy. Out loud. (laughs) Me making you say it. One person who merely thought of Peggy said that her lights dimmed up and down multiple times, but their home had no dimmer switch. When the lights went off, she felt someone behind her, then heard scurrying in other places echoing about her house. I just want to give these (laughs) listeners some context. So right now it's a Monday night. It's like, what, like 9 p.m. Yeah. Nick knows I have to walk home alone. (laughs) And (laughs) go to sleep. I think this is the first... This This is so... I think this is the first, like, scary haunting we've done, right? Yeah. Uh, anyways, okay. <clears throat> we've made it to the Caspers. We have. We have. I'm excited. Th- these make me excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that lady then emailed Jane. After Jane sees the email, she yeets Peggy into the basement uh, in an empty room and demands Peggy. Stop bothering people. With more conviction. Stop bothering people. i like that one more jane then received another email saying the lights in the room got extremely bright then evened out to normal and the person no longer felt a presence in their house so after jane was like yo peggy please like please yeah but apparently she was forceful really yeah and the the lady was like it got so bright that it was like white light like pure white light in her house and then it like all of a sudden was like back to normal Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, and then she like immediately was like, was it just stopped, blah, blah, blah. Or was it like... I don't know if she was clairvoyant like or not. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I want her perspective. I want her I article. It's interesting. Come on, you guys. What's her Get story? Most people who are tuned to energies have said that Peggy's spirit is restless and frustrated. People who have been able to piece together Peggy's story say that she was persecuted in her life. And other occasions, mediums have said that there is more than one spirit in the doll. Some believe there is a male and a female spirit. Hmm. The female spirit is given the name Peggy, and the male energy refuses to make connection with mediums, but is known to be... Dark and nasty. The male energy is the direct cause of the kinesthetic experiences people have around Peggy the doll. So when people feel the energies and they feel like the migraine when they feel those things, it's all caused by that darker yeah side yeah which is just scary yeah that it's presented itself as peggy and it is a scary guy demon (laughs) yeah Ah! 
what's do you think that they're like in love like the guy demon and like the oh my god like twilight yeah like it's oh my god it's bella and what's his name edward edward yeah and jane is jacob (laughs) and jane is jacob uh with more nasty dark and nasty (laughs) on the back cover times magazine says dark dark and nasty nasty. (laughs) that was good oh it was supposed to be the laugh oh well no that's fine they both work with time going on and researchers becoming interested with peggy it is found that she also has another woman attached to her she was born in 1936 in london where she died of chest related conditions it is said that her spirit holds some ties to the Holocaust. So they don't uh, know when she dies. They know that she lived in London and that she was alive during the Holocaust. And sometime after the Holocaust, she died in London of chest pain. Like yeah. something with her chest. Yeah. But it, I, don't, I couldn't find any information saying it was specifically someone who died in the Holocaust. Yeah. Which is also interesting because... How long ago did this person get attached to this doll? Because the Holocaust wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and true. Less than 100 years ago. Yeah. Well, also, like, it's interesting that people have had heart attacks and things or experienced chest pain mm-hmm. after seeing her or watching videos. Yeah. And if, like, there's a spirit attached to her that suffered that. Mm-hmm. And if, like, a male manifestation is able to, like, yeah. change the energy. Yeah. That's terrifying. That is so... Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. So, yeah. People tend to do automatic writing sessions with Peggy where you open yourself up to a spirit to write through you in a meditative state. Uh, In the first one, they got the word star and David. So that's how they were like, oh, the hint of the Holocaust. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Uh, This is interesting because Em and Christine from That's Why We Drink talk about how when they saw Peggy the doll in person at the museum, the spirit box said Dybbuk. Which is like... And the Dybbuk is... The Dybbuk box is like right next door. Yeah. And that's the one that is like... Isn't that... Jewish from the Holocaust. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Two sisters from the Holocaust. Yeah. Which is just very interesting, especially because they're so close and like in space together where they most likely would have never ended up yeah that's, i don't know wow that's crazy yeah and the fact that it literally said dybbuk and they heard they were like yeah Mm-mm. no that's Mm-mm. Whew. i do not want to visit you but should thank though. you you should but though maybe i'll just like walk it was worth it was it if if we go i'll do the it wasn't it wasn't worth it to do the rap tour but i think it would be fun to do it with you yeah i think yeah. that if i had you by had my side it would have been great <laughs> yeah nick next time when I have your hand in marriage, I'll we kiss can you in that Get little... married in front of Bella Lugosi's mirror. I really hope so, yeah. That'd be sort of trippy. That'd be fun. The we photos can. would be amazing. Yeah, they would. Yeah. In a later session, Peggy <laughs> said that she, she hated the cross necklace her previous owner had put on her. It is also said that this woman, this woman's spirit has an extreme aversion to clowns. So basically, in their investigations, they found out that she hated the cross necklace and she hated clowns. Literally same. Which is rude, because she's on the same floor as the clown people. <laughs> she said, please, uh, remove them. Maybe that's the reason that clown got decked. Uh, because she's like, I seriously She was like, savage. y'all, please, I've told you a billion times, get them out of here. She said, we're everywhere. Respect, Peggy. We're everywhere. Fuck you. Yeah. That shit got me, though. I yeah, was like, that's crazy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, that's crazy. I would leave. 
Immediately. And 2015, during a session, Jane got scratched by three claws. She was then told to use holy water three times weekly on Peggy in prayer to protect her from the possible demon that may be lurking in Peggy. Do I need to explain the three claw thing? Yeah. So uh, it's commonly in demonic cases for you to get scratched in like a claw of three. It's uh, like a mocking of the Holy Trinity. Damn. Yeah. That's so scary. Yeah. So normally, like, if you people get scratches all the time, but yeah. they're like, sometimes it's just spirits can scratch you and not a malicious way. Yeah. But if the scratch shows up in a three, it's like the sign of a demonic spirit. That is so scary. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so she got this? Like an actual, mm-hmm. like, scratch? In a 2015 like, session, yeah. Like, not just like a rash. Like a scratch. Like a cat scratch. Yeah, oh like a scratch. In another auto session, Jane became fatigued afterward, and the next day she was unable to find her notebook as it wasn't next to Peggy where she left it. It was somehow moved to the attic on top of an exposed beam. So she continues to do automatic sessions and just kind of leaves the book by Peggy because you're supposed to create a relationship and energies with the thing you're writing in yourself and the thing you're studying or the energy energy you're supposed to be connecting to. Yeah. And so she would just leave it there. Then all of a sudden it like moved rooms on top of a beam in the attic. Yeah. That is. Which. Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about it later, but it's said like Peggy doesn't like being asked questions. And so she didn't want to like. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. And so this is the first hints of her being like, I don't like this. Yeah. Please stop. But it's a very like subtle. It's a polite hint. Mm -hmm. That's like not. Trying to hide it. (laughs) Yeah. Like just. Picture how long it took her to find it. She's like, God damn it, Peggy. <laughs> Where'd you yeah, put it? Yeah. Where'd you put it? She just doesn't want to be near the clowns and she doesn't want to be interviewed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I don't blame her. Free Peggy. <laughs> I don't blame her. Uh, during another investigation, another woman from the other side of the world picked up on Peggy's automatic writing session. <laughs> Lindy saw Peggy online and said, She looks really great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She looks really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Lindy's dog then began to snarl and snap at the corner of the room, standing guard. Lindy heard a child laugh and felt a dark presence in her room. She then said, I'm so sorry, Peggy. Then everything returned to normal. (laughs) Lindy then continued to watch videos of Peggy being pulled in by this experience. She was then urged to have a conversation with her daughter that she'd been pushing off. As her daughter suffered from mental illness, Lindy didn't know how to approach a conversation about it. After watching the Peggy video, she said that she felt no fear, and she also really didn't feel anything at all, so she decided to give her a call. She said, I want an explanation, and I want to explain myself. I'm drawing the line and getting you help. Flip back to the Peggy auto-writing session that was happening during this whole thing, and the session comes back saying, Lindy, girl, explanation, and draw a line. That night, Lindy checked in and saw an updated post after the session with these words, and she knew it was more than just a coincidence. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so if, like, the thing, if the automatic writing session hadn't also been happening, like, had Jane ever met Lindy before? Mm Mm-mm. Fuck, because up till then, that was the funniest story I've ever heard. Like, that's the funniest yeah. Reddit thread that I've ever read. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like, damn, scary. And then it's like, oh. <laughs> Kinda, I guess that's... Yeah, which is one of those things of, like, Peggy 
not knowing if Peggy is, I mean, besides for the demonic, you know, entity, but there's also other entities in Peggy. So who's speaking at what time? Yeah. And the ones that are giving premonitions and these urges to do things, are they the bad ones or are they the not? Yeah. You know, like, are, are they the bad ones? Are they not the bad ones? When it, Who's in the lead? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because maybe, like, Lindy just really stepped up. She was like, yeah. you know what? I'm really sorry, Peggy, but there's a lot of people I'm sorry to in my life. And yeah. I have to reach out to my daughter. Yeah, she and knew. I'm so sorry for not being there enough. You know, yeah. like, what if she just had a, a realization and that it was connected? Maybe, but why would the automatic writing session say yeah. explanation, draw yeah. a line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But thank you. So Jane kept a log of every experience while Peggy was in her care. After only two years, they looked into rehoming because they were facing serious warfare. EVPs, the death of many of their animals, EMF readings, chair shaking, insect infestations, claw claw marks on people, individual messages, extreme night terrors, disembodied voices, pets becoming aggressive, and the continuous health risk for anyone who came in contact with her. The fact that I just had to say a list that long. That's like at the end of one of those commercials about like side effects may include it's like owning (laughs) Peggy may include my animals dying my you know like what and and Uh, Jane's been studying this forever like had parents who are studying this forever yeah she's like this is a lot yeah this is overwhelming she's like I've done this before and this is fucking me up yeah she's like I I know what I'm doing and I I can't handle this one yeah and that's scary you know yeah. It's come to find out that all of these occurrences amplify around time that people are investigating Peggy and asking her questions. This leads people to believe that she hates questions. Okay. So it's the whole her being asked questions and then, like, reacting to them badly thing. Yeah. Like, as long as you give me space, then I'll give you space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let me fucking be. Let me be. Yeah. Yeah. In 2016, Jane and Peggy were featured on Zach Bagan's show, Deadly Possessions. During the interview, Jane walks in with Peggy having a bag over her head. She was doing this to protect anyone who would see Peggy on the show, so they wouldn't see her face and get sick. Zach then starts to ask questions. As he asks, swarms of flies start to surround him, and only him. Zach then asks to show Peggy's face to the audience, and his camera feed shuts off and refuses to turn back on. So on the show, if you're watching, like you can watch the show and you can see like flies like slowly start to like swarm around his head and it like gets to the point that he's like dodging them a little bit. He's like yeah. getting bothered by them. And that's like also another sign of demonic possession. Flies, uh, smells, scratches are signs of demonic possessions. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so and then when he's like, can we show Peggy to the, can we show her? Yeah. His feed just cuts off. And it's only his monitor. Only his monitor cuts off. They said... And on the show, the the producers are like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what? Sorry, we have to, like, restart. That's... You know? Yeah. It's so... So did they re-record? Did they end up getting it? Or did they just... Well, yeah. So Zach then makes a content warning, and this is the first ever warning that... A paranormal entity may make them severely sick, even causing death during this viewing. So it was a really long screen message, and that's just a little grab from it. But this is like one of the first times on TV history that there was a warning given. This in this format being like, "Damn, this is a health. This is a health risk warning. Please, if you don't want to continue watching the show, turn the show off." 
this is causing your health like a risk. We want you to know that before continuing. And it was like a 30 second like pause. This message was on the screen. This is me. Turns it off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just crazy theory. that they felt that they had, you know, it was like, yeah, uh, like they actually, oh my God. And they were around. Mm-hmm. Wow. Peggy was then presented to the show. After Zach saw Peggy, he had to stop recording. He then proceeded to get violently sick and then went into a rage where he is yelling and trying to punch around the walls, him saying, I want to kill everyone. So he like literally starts breaking his set. Like on the show, starts like man raging. <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah, he's I so weird. Him walking, flies surrounding him. <laughs> Me, Hulk. Literally. You know? <laughs> I, went to, I gave him 50 of my dollars, though, so... Yeah, well, and he can keep them. And he can keep them. Yeah. After taking a break, he finished the interview uh, with an interview of the woman that had the heart attack due to the Peggy video. So they have a fucking seance and on, on the show. They have a fucking seance. And chairs start to shake, candles start to flicker uh, one by one as if it's like a ghost test to, like, you yeah. see if it passes through, if it goes one by one. Uh, they also use a device called Alice, a.k.a. like the quiet spirit box. The one that's not like the one that's just yeah, silent and that, it just yeah. speaks. Uh, the higher grade one. The higher grade one, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first word that appeared was Peggy. And the database for Alice has over 10,000 words and somehow it was Peggy. Which is so, just scary. And it, and that that was her name like prior to this yeah. instance, right? Like she had given so her name known, as Peggy. Yeah, yeah. wow. So, since the show, Zach bought Peggy from Jane, and Peggy is now in her own room at Zach's Haunted Museum. Uh, where Nick visited. Where I went. can get a personal tour of yeah. virtually. Or you can really like, do it virtually? Like a, no, no, no. I guess it's just like you talking about it is kind of like a tour if you've got a really vivid imagination. Yeah, if you close so you your eyes, sit tour, back. A yeah. description. You can get a description. Description. I would say yeah. that was a description, yeah. Yeah. Um, so guests are warned before they meet her due to the demonic entity and the health warning. You must say hello and goodbye to her if you wish to see her. Indeed. And another time on a tour, one of the guides said that a rude guest had come through and is being disrespectful to all of the energies. When he got to Peggy's room, a spirit box that's monitored 24-7, the one that I heard we everywhere fuck you out of, got completely quiet and said, I am going to kill you. Which it does, like, when it says something back-to-back, it really is back-to-back. It's like, we, that's, everywhere. Fuck that is you. so you know? crazy. Yeah. And that's also, okay, like, that's what Zach Baggins said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to kill everyone. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Damn. That's crazy. So, it does want to kill. Ha, <sighs> <sighs> ha. <sighs> 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 that's the end of the story. Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. Oh, and <laughs> that was an abrupt well, ending. Thank you, Peggy. No, you say goodbye, Peggy. Goodbye. Goodbye, Peggy. Uh, goodbye. Listeners, say goodbye, Peggy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please don't, don't, especially if you're driving, say goodbye, Peggy. Yeah, interesting. But that's, that's uh, Peggy the doll. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Man, and you were in the same room? Yeah. Uh-uh. I stared into her eyes, and people who like stare into her eyes are known to get like really bad migraines. You are. Such and I said, a, a "Bring it on, baby." You really did you get a migraine at all? No, I didn't. But also, I think that I was like respectful in the space. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like now I'm talking all Billy badass, but you know, in the space, I'm very like calm, sweet, 
loving human. Yeah. So like, I'm like, like hoping for the best. Yeah, and I also know the story, and so I was like, I know that there's like two women inside the stall that are living with this demonic entity, like trapped in this thing, and at least one of them, or they both experience really harsh things in their like energetic life. So why be disrespectful even if it's like ha yeah. propaganda not real no but but like why even be disrespectful to the thought when you can so easily like just be respectful. just not say anything and be respectful so, yeah is it disrespectful to say that the idea of like three spirits trapped in like some object like as an animated show i wonder if it's an anime it probably is that it would be a kind of fun little you should anime. write it yeah i would write an anime <laughs> for netflix a netflix original anime that part have you watched uh q force no i haven't it's not an anime is it it's, like g-force it's queer force oh my god it's like an agent <laughs> of you know spies but okay. it's all the gay ones and it's like the lead is called mary and he's you know it's always like agent mary <laughs> and he's like what and he's just like you know normal gay and there's like twink who does drag as their like skill and so in one episode they dress up as ariana grande <laughs> and it's just so funny it's like animated ariana Wait, grande. is this it's animated it's animated yeah oh i imagine live action it's really so funny up though until the point you said it was animated i was imagining yeah. this in live action but it's like it's that stereotype <laughs> gimmicky funny yeah. but i think that it was made by gay people so it's like the okay like this is campy in a way yeah not the well and you're this is straight into, people making fun cartoons. of yeah. I love cartoons. And cartoons this isn't like fun. an adult cartoon. Yeah, this one I is. like them. I love adult cartoons. You should watch it. It's yeah. only one season. They're really short episodes. Yeah. Will you watch Search Party? No, I don't like it. How many episodes have you watched? A few. How many? Two? One? I don't know. Check my Netflix. I'm seriously going to make you watch. It's not even on Netflix. So you haven't watched it. Check my have HBO. You? Have you watched it? It is on HBO. Yeah. I think I watched the first season. No way. Mm-hmm. Where did you stop? Also, at? I've been mentally ill for the last month, so okay, I don't so know. I'm I'm gonna sit you down sometime. Yeah. And I'll gently like caress your face and, and watch we'll it. Watch Search Party. That'd be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah, real nice. Have some popcorn. I'd like that. Yeah, maybe some. I'd like that a lot. Okay, so <laughs> how do you feel about this? Is our last question before whatever we do at the end of this podcast? How do you feel about those Christmas popcorn gifts? The tins. The tins. Yeah. What flavors are in your, like what flip like, is, well, are you flavors, are you saying yeah, certain like, flavors? What you, what, okay, so we'll start with the cheese flavor. What are your thoughts on the cheese flavor? Okay, I like it when it's the white cheddar. Really? Yeah, not the normal. Well, because not when the it's orange, like the cheddar. orange cheddar, it can be a little sticky, and I feel like it gets stale a little faster. Yeah, I like the white cheddar. It tends to stay fluffier for longer, and it has a better flavor texture. You know how like there's the powder on it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't make your mouth as gunky as the cheddar flavor does. You're completely right, dude. Next <laughs> You're one. Completely right. <laughs> uh, caramel. I like the ones that have a little something extra than just caramel, even if it's just a tiny bit of sea salt or like a tiny little drizzle oh my god, on it. The mint. Oh my god, the chocolate mint. The chocolate mint. I have haven't tried that one, no. That popcorn. sounds good. Oh my gosh. So it's just popcorn, but then it's covered in chocolate and mint. <laughs> I would have That's never imagined yeah, <laughs> that was... It's amazing. Yeah. That sounds delicious, though. You know I love that flavor. Well, but the thing is, all of these go stale. So my second question is, out of all of those mm. flavors, like all the flavors of that tin popcorn, which one's the best to eat stale? Oh, probably the caramel corn because it just has that coating on the mm-hmm. outside, yep. so it just mm-hmm. kind of stays the same texture. Yeah, so then it automatically becomes your least favorite, huh? Maybe I'm projecting. Mm-hmm. No, because <laughs> I like the I like when it has stuff on it, so normally I eat it first because I'm like, ooh, so I want the stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Normally I leave the other ones to wait, and then those ones get stale by the time I eat them. Yeah. Have you ever eaten a full one before it's on sale? Be honest. No. No. But, oh, I love cheese puffs, though. Mm. Like, those I could eat before they go Do stale. Do cheese puffs? All right. Uh, Katie, three-sentence summary. Very scary three spirits in a doll, period. Would make good animated TV show, question mark. Very frightening, dot, 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 Zach Baggins, exclamation point. <laughs> Ooh. Very good, very good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. Well, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, we have another haunted doll for you next week. Yes, we do. <laughs> right, Katie? <laughs> we do. Right, okay. We do, we do. The look in their eyes we as do. they looked at me, and they were like, oh shit, we're doing well, dolls. Well, I was like, do I have to say the name right now? Because no. Because I was like, I could not let's remember. Not, let's not, let's keep it a secret. Yeah, but we'll we'll not keep it a secret. Our for dirty our little secret. Allison, y'all, let us know. Our... Allison, do you follow us on Instagram? If you do, message DM us. us. Or yeah. if you can, like, post on Patreon patreon maybe we'll in the you. comments we'll message you i should watch a youtube video on patreon yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> uh you know where to uh, find us we are at killer kush podcast on insta social medias twitters facebook face facebook oh again. today was the day why we record these weeks in down. advance but today is the day it shut down yeah because of the um pandora articles yeah like the, yeah yep. And yep, like the, the woman whistleblowing. Infiltrated, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. fun. Yeah, and I think it like, like started up again and then shut down again. Instagram did. Really? Yeah, and they're losing so many millions of dollars. Thank God. It was like one hundred and sixty million dollars lost. I was like, lose it all, baby. Yeah, fuck them. Let it dude. be gone. Let it go. Fuck them. Yeah, but um. Yeah. So find us there uh, if you want to submit a sound or a story or maybe subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. There's little Google Forms and things. The yeah. links of all of our little socials. Link tree. Yeah. So. Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. We love you. Thank you for listening here today in this very time with us. For now, today. For now, Lately. right now. Thank you. Thank you. Today. Tomorrow. I'll see you probably later. Later. Never. Mm. Goodbye. Mm. Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. <laughs>